0: Ladies gentlemen, welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast with your host, Isabel Ross. As a personal trainer, accredited endurance coach, and now podcast host, Isabel is bringing you the best advice, tips, and tricks for health and athletics. She has two Australian trail championships, a 24-hour track race, six-foot track marathon, and has represented Australia three times at the long-distance mountain running world championships. I mean, I guess you could say ain't no valley high or mountain low that she can't run, right? I mean, it's the other way around. Anyways, let's just say she knows a thing or two about running. Did I mention that Isabel has raced all over the world, including participating in the notorious Barkley Marathons? So, yeah, she knows her stuff. You'll be sure to get all your questions answered and maybe even a runner's high just by listening to the Advice and Good Vibes of the Peak Endurance Podcast.
1: Hi, and welcome to the podcast. Episode 157 is a Down Under 135 special. DU135s are known for being an extremely tough race. It has a high dropout rate, tough cutoffs, and long finish times. This year was no exception with only one finisher. First and last was Tom Dade in 53 hours and eight minutes. This was actually three minutes quicker than last year in spite of it being nine and a half kilometres longer at 226.6 kilometres. This was an average pace of 14.04 per kilometre. This sounds slow for a run but for that course it is actually incredibly swift. And Tom did it with naps so really his pace was faster. I've been on the course and that is just phenomenal. As an aside, he burned a massive 22,235 calories. No wonder he lost weight, as you will hear. I also interview Adrian Ballin, an amazingly tough athlete who pushed himself incredibly hard out there on the course. He made it to the halfway point, which at a normal race, doesn't sound that remarkable, but as a first-timer, it is an unbelievable achievement on this race. He tells his story, and it's a good one. The race through everything at the competitors, steep ascents, slippery descents, and can I just say slippery ascents as well. Off-trail sections, lots of off-trail sections, and lots of river crossings. I speak with Adrian and Tom to find out about their different race experiences. I really hope you enjoy this episode, even though it's a bit longer than my uh, latest ones that I've been putting out. Now, if you do enjoy this episode, please go on over to Apple Podcasts to rate, review, and subscribe. Cossie Brumby gave five stars and says, experience and knowledge are second to none. Isabel on her Peak Endurance podcast is wonderful to listen to. I'm fairly new to trail running and can't get enough from her podcast. From listening to interviews with seasoned runners to -to down-to-earth practical advice from Isabel's own wealth of experience, I have learned so much. I always eagerly look forward to each new episode. Thanks so incredibly much for your review. I'm super stoked you are enjoying the podcast. It gives me motivation when I read these reviews to to keep working on it. If you are looking to run further or faster than you ever have before, you need to have structured, individualised training to help you get there. If you want to achieve the best that you yourself are capable of, email me, isabel, at peakendurancecoaching.com.au to get a program started. Also, check out my website, peakendurancecoaching.com.au to find out about my live event. I'll be talking about how to develop your mental strength to get through those tough training blocks and those tough ultras. So like I said, go to peakendurancecoaching.com.au to find out more. I really hope you enjoy this podcast interview with Adrian and Tom.
0: So you like running, but you're feeling pain or irritation, and you can't enjoy it like you once did. Or worse, your performance has taken a big hit. Now you're reminiscing on the good times where the wind blew past your ears. Nature looked lovely as you passed it. What are you waiting for? Go and visit the specialist at Health and High Performance. With the latest in technology and a wealth of experience, the team at Health and High Performance can help you with all your running injury and performance needs. Let's get you back to doing something you love with the results you're capable of. Head over to healthhp.com.au slash run. Or you can find them on Instagram at healthhighperformance. Performance. Health and High Performance are located in Mount Albert, Melbourne, but are available for telehealth appointments, not only Australia-wide, but also around the world. So contact them now on their website to find out more.
1: Hi, Adrian, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. Thanks for having me. No worries. Um, I've got Ron with me today. Hey. Hello, everyone. And um, we thought we would have a chat about your down-under experience. I don't know how else to call it. Maybe adventure. I don't know. because uh,
2: A bit of everything. A bit of
1: everything, wasn't it? Yeah, so, it was. um, first of all, talk to us about what made you want to do this race.
2: Well, I'd heard about it a few years ago um, when I first started running. Um, Adam Baker from down this way had um, been in it twice. And it was like one of my first long runs. So I went with like a group of people. So I moved to a sort of a new state, new town, new job, everything. Yeah. And i um, sort of got into the running community. And, um, and he was training for this event down under. I'm like, what's this? And he's saying, oh, it's 200 and something Ks. And I'm like,
3: what?
4: I just couldn't.
2: <laughs> like, I, yeah, I hadn't, I'd just been running 5Ks and things like that. So just yeah. seemed like way, way out. And that was only a few years ago. And then, since then, I obviously you know, kept running, kept getting further and further. And then it was only a year ago um, that you did the podcast with um, Tom and Nigel from the down under, and I watched it, and I was just like, mate, I'm entering that.
4: <laughs> so, um, They make yeah. it look easy, don't they? Sorry? They make it look easy.
2: Oh, I know, I know. But um. <laughs>
4: I actually just finished
2: my first hundred miler, um, which was the Hubert 100 in the Flinders Ranges. Yeah. So, and after doing that, I finished it. I went, I'm over these long runs; they just take too long. (laughs) Yeah. And then the Down Under interview come up, and I'm I'm watching that, and I'm straight away, I'm entering. So. Oh,
1: good. I'm glad that has that had that effect on you. And now it's.
2: At the time, I and yeah, I contacted yourself yep. about training because I thought, well, if I'm going to enter something like this, i better have half an idea of what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> yeah, for that race, you need to, don't you? Well, it was it was more
2: the more the confidence to yep. actually, um, you know, because I could have done my own training. I could have thought I knew what I was doing. I just would have done like I would have overtrained. I would have like killed myself. I would have done yep. everything wrong. Um, so, I guess, yeah, it was good to um, be coached by yourself and I had the confidence that what I was doing was going to be right, you know, yeah. and I was coming okay.
1: Well, you did so well. Amazing. Um, so, um, you got to the halfway mark. Yeah which as someone commented when I posted about that on Facebook, that's practically a podium finish, you know, because so so many, myself included, pulled out before then. Um, So um, talk to us about your um, strategy throughout the race and and what your experience was like.
2: Uh, um, Well, I thought I had everything sort of half planned out what I was going to do. Um, I'd spoke with Adam Baker who was um, sort of crewing me and he'd sort of given me a few times which to aim at to, yeah. um, to hit um, and then as soon as the you know the, the whip went crack I don't know I just I probably went out too hard <laughs> and the first 20k's there was something like 1800 meters of bird or something <laughs> and, and I knew a lot of those seals because I'd I sort of trained in there. I knew a few. Well, I thought I knew a few, but there was all these little tricky ones that they added in. Um, we actually
4: ran into you while we we're at, we we're both out yeah. there training. training. Yeah. Into
2: you. Yeah. I know. I know. That was cool. That uh-huh. was cool. Um. So, and then the first, and then I just ended up with like both legs crammed up, like. In the hamstrings and everything. And I never experienced that. So I was just like, what the hell is going on? Of like I'm sort of thinking, Well, have I gone too hard for me, I'm pretty sure
1: I wrote in your plan not to go too hard at the start, didn't I? Yeah, that just I
2: don't know. I was just I was feeling good. I was was feeling so good and like um just in my legs and I was hiking the hills well and just yeah, I just Felt good. And then uh, when that, the cramping hit me, I just was like, man, I've got to sort something out here. So I sort of went into, you know, sort of the, just me mentality was like, I've got to fix this or I just can't, I'm going to be basically sitting down or walking. Um, And then, um, yeah, just got heaps of electrolytes, food. And then they sort of disappeared later on. Um, But by that stage, yeah. Then I had another issue where i my Garmin, actually, my Garmin zero yes. it froze up after forty k's, and I had no idea about like a distance, like how far to go to the next aid station. I was looking on my phone, but I couldn't make it out properly. Um, then I got back to the aid station. Adam's like, "Mate, you have not drank one bit of water, oh and you've been no. nothing like for over three hours or something, and I'm four hours." And I'm like, "I thought I did." <laughs> so i was filling my bottles up in the um river because i knew no. I, was looking on, I was looking on the map and i thought well, when i cross those the river i'll be able to fill my bottles up because i'd been doing that um a couple of times when i trained there so but then oh no time got away and by the end uh oh, just was sort of i don't know i sort of ran a few k's with you you caught up with me <laughs> um and then i was just trashed and yeah, sort of got to the aid station. Well, my best hope was to probably make the halfway point. I spoke to sort of Adam and Brad and Owen, they were in crew. I said, let's just do that. like, And it's still another 40 Ks, you know what I mean? It's not like through the Lurdy Dirt Gorge. <laughs> it's not that easy. I'm like, oh. And, I'm and that and 40 here.
1: Ks is a long long 40 Ks. Oh, I
2: know. Yeah, I know. It was, it was, it was pretty cool. But so then after that, I just sort of went, just going to enjoy myself. I'm not going to try to, like, I'm not going to make cutoffs after, like, even if I make the, you know, black wood and after, I think to trout, I'm not getting, you know, I just, you just sort of know, damn, Mm. you know what you're going to, what's going to happen. You can sort of, and then I went, well, let's just have fun. Like, yeah.
4: It's good that you could, that was kind of a, a release, rather than making you stressed out and miserable that you weren't going to make it, it more enabled you to just enjoy what you were doing at the time.
2: Yeah, i I'd, I'd, I'd gone through all that misery, <laughs> yeah. and then I come, and then I came out of it and just went, well, you know, I just yeah, you sort of think about everything, don't you? I know? like mm. all training and what, yeah, I don't know, I just, and then I just thought, just going to enjoy myself. Now I'm here, like, let's do it. Um, well, yeah. I was still broken. I mean, feet were just so sore. Oh, it's so trashed. Yeah.
1: And um, what sort of foods did you consume whilst you were um out there on the course?
2: Well, I had I had a bunch of gels, a few um sort of like energy bars. Um, I'd sort of plant. And when I got to the aid stations, I yeah, I mean, they had like really good food there. Um. Mm basically pretty inexperienced when it comes to ultra running in general but just with food and things of what to take because I'm like every every training run I do like I'm never eating I'm never really so I just I sort of think it doesn't affect me you know I can run like 30 40ks no food and then
1: didn't I, I put in the plan to practice your nutrition on some of those long runs?
2: <laughs> it was just tailwind. I wasn't really yeah. I wasn't getting by on
1: that. But you need food, You food for that amount of time.
2: I do. I was eating pizza, rice. Oh, awesome. Potatoes. I was, no, I just started. That's what I mean. Like when I sort of got to that point where I hadn't eaten and drank anything in for over three or four hours, I was like, well, now it just turned into a hunt down food. That <laughs> was good
1: that's awesome but, though and and that sort of sat all right with you
2: yeah yeah the, i've never sort of felt sick from um food i've I, I, one time i did um we did sort of like a backyard ultra here when we when COVID was all on and um and i just munched out on like coke and um oh, no. like muffins and it just that's a lot of sugar. In. Yeah, and I just went to this real sugar rush for about an hour. Everyone <laughs> was laughing. I was jogging around, and next minute I just crashed. <laughs> <laughs> I um yeah, I just didn't want to do that. Obviously, in um mm. the um uh, down under, but it was yeah it was such a good, such a good sort of event. And yeah, I mean, I was sort of the reasons too for entering it were um I wanted something to be like hard, yeah. um. I knew that was obviously the distance and the terrain was, you know, but, I don't know, it doesn't scare you a little. It's probably not worth doing. Yeah. It?
4: So what, yeah. what were the figures in the end? Do you know, like how No, far no. no well, I'd,
2: um, I don't know. Because I, oh, okay.
4: I I disappeared off
2: the um, uh, off their link thing. So I, I never really bothered oh. to look it up after. I just thought it went, oh, well. Well, I've if...
1: Tom got 226 Ks, then you would have got 113.
2: Yeah. 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 I didn't. Oh, because yeah, again, because me watch stuffed yeah. up and all that. I just had no idea. Like oh, that's what I mean. It sort of it messed with me head for ages. me watch. I was just like so pissed off.
1: Yeah. Like, Is it working again now?
2: <laughs> no, I've sent it back. They're replacing it. Wow. So, even,
1: so, like I said, do you even killed your bloody that's watch? Right. It breaks,
2: <laughs> <it breaks laughs> like, uh, I just I was like, it's frozen. I'm like, I'm not that cold. Surely you're, you're like, it's not that cold. It, was, it
0: wasn't weather, cold
2: at all, was it? No, the weather was good. Like, yeah, yeah it was sort of, we had like a little bit of mist, um, yeah. rain that cooled you down. Um, yeah, but some of the tracks were so brutal. Oh. I was just like falling down and I had about six really good falls. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah doing the splits and, <laughs> and like one time my me, me knee was up around my ear behind my head or something. It was, yeah, it was Like so you've been bored. doing all that flexibility work there, eh? no. Yeah, I know. That was like, I was, as soon as I did that, I was like, oh, that's lucky. It's lucky. Otherwise, can you imagine like doing your knee on yeah. one of those off-trail sections up on the hill? And, and having
1: to get you,
2: yeah. yeah. You have to wait for another, I don't know. Yeah, I was just, yeah. I was thinking about things like that. Yeah. But yeah.
1: So, what would you say to someone who's who's listening to this? Who's thinking, "Oh, I don't know, would this race be for me?" What what would you say to them?
2: Oh, I'd just do it because it's not really like I. It's the you know. I mean, I still don't see myself as like a a runner like I do. But and then, and this race sort of that's why I thought it suited me because it obviously had. Um, you don't have to really be a runner, do you? No. Because like, <laughs> if you're good at crawling, climbing, <laughs> crawling, hiking. Doing the all splits. Those, <laughs> the bushwhacking, um, Crossing streams. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I just, yeah, I'd do it. Like, it's so fun. Like, and the, all the, the the guys that run it, the crew, they're all good. All, I mean, it's like a little, like, they only had 30 or so people, I think, was entered. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, and were everyone was, yeah, like a badass. Like <laughs> it, it. it was good too because I um obviously you know my race had ended and when I I want to get to the finish the next day to see Tom finish and I had my youngest son Levi there. And I said, mate, you are got to come here and watch this. You know what I mean? And we were sort of waiting around. And then Tom would come in just all trashed and that. <laughs> and um, it was good. Like I introduced my son to him and said, mate, you know. Yeah. And um, and Levi was just like, mate, that dude is a badass. Like, <laughs> dude, I said, I, I said, if this was a, you know, like a really well-known sport, um, you know, that was televised or something, had whatever sponsors, I said, what he did was <laughs> – me, incredible, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so yeah, it's and and we we do these races and we enter them and yeah, you see all these people, it's so good. Like, yeah, hmm. yeah, and yeah. and
1: that's that's uh, we were saying it with Tom too, it's it's like the community is what <clears throat> also makes it so special, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, so and that's that's what I sort of wanted out of it, and that's sort of what I got, yeah. Um, even, you know, like I I live in South Australia. My brother lives in Gordon, which isn't far from the um, Lurdy Derg. And um, so I'd go over to see my boys and um, we'd stay at my brother's house. And I'd say, all right, boys, we're pushing, you know, I'll bring, you, bring your running gear because we're going in the gorge. And they're <laughs> like, "Oh, right, how long are we going to be? And I said, <laughs> uh, we're only doing we're only, we're only doing fifteen k's. You'll be fine with that. And the next minute, it's like six hours later. Exactly. <laughs> so and what about um?
1: Tell the story of the weight pack, weight vest.
4: Oh uh,
2: yeah. Well, I um I wanted sort of this twenty kilo weight vest, and um I bought it for my son who was living in, he lives in Geelong, and I got it delivered to his house. So when I went, I said to his house, he said, oh. I'm not really going to use it, so you may as well use it first. I said, all right, well, today is good. We're going into the gorge. Um, and I figured we wouldn't be doing heaps of running. So I thought, oh, I'll take the 20-kilo weight vest. I'll just chuck that on. It'll be good. <laughs> I was going down my bear's head. And I was like, man, I'm going to fall. Like, it was just, yeah, a bit dodgy. Um, in through the old river section with the 20-kilo vest. It was, yeah, <laughs> a bit silly. <laughs> But I, I, I worked it out. I'd done, so from the time of entering um, to the event, even with COVID and just the few times I'd sort of gone over to um, Victoria, basically every time I went there, I'd say, got to run, got to run. Um, uh, I'd done 167 k's
1: in there. Oh, Did wow. You know? That's awesome.
2: Yeah. One at night and got lost. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But I think that's important for success at that race. Um, is to spend a yeah. bit of time there.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it, nothing. There was nothing there that like bothered me. You know, what yeah. I mean, other than the, like physically and mentally, what happens to yourself. You know, nothing about the course. Nothing about anything about it sort of bothered me. But um,
1: yeah,
2: it was just um, no. It was good. It was good. How did you pull up?
1: Oh yeah, all right. See, I I obviously didn't get many runs in there because we'd been overseas. So <laughs> it was kind yeah, of yeah. I kind of uh, you know it it wasn't ever going to be like a big focus for me. It was just something to give it a bit of a crack. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I've been fine. But geez, I mean I don't often get DOMs anymore, but I had DOMs after just the 75k I did. So your legs must have been caned the next day. Um,
2: my legs are good, like all ah. those, all those, all those. All those hill repetitions I've been doing in, me, in yeah. my in my flat region. But, <laughs> um, yeah, um, now my legs were fine. It was just yeah. my feet. My feet yeah. were so, like.
1: Like, were they sore or was it from the wet or what was
2: it? Yeah, well, they got, like, really wet. And then I think just, like, to the angle of just going on the hills all the time. Yeah. I, I actually felt like something had, like, cracked or broken or something on a rock. And it was one one time the um the first aid people, the emergency service people, were like she was like, oh, when you change your socks, I'll check your feet. And I said, I'm not changing my socks because I just didn't <laughs> want to look at them because I was like, white. Because <laughs> you know, man, like if yeah. my feet were all mushy and white, and then yes. I was just like, ah, oh, they just they just I couldn't feel them, and then um, so I waited until she went, and I had to quick change the socks, man. <laughs> Yeah, because I just, you know, because then she might like start putting doubt in my head, like, oh, this yeah. is what's happening to your feet. They're all, and I just didn't want to like stop. So, yeah, that's I, fair I, I mean, I wouldn't have stopped, but it just, yeah. It so nothing. how's
1: your um, recovery been? What have you been doing? Let the listeners know.
2: Um, <clears throat> I, I've ran twice since yes. then. I thought I, thought I was going to like just, you know, finish the race, have a few days off, slowly get into it. Because my feet were sore and that I just I like doing my, my gym stuff and strength work and I just thought, you know what, just, what's it matter if I have the rest of the month off? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I agree. And now that now it's now to the time where I'm basically like even I trained this morning in my gym and then I was like, Oh well, no, nah, that's not enough. I'll run later. And I'm like, No, you said you're not gonna run. You know, I'm having these talks Yeah, no, no but that's
1: like, great that you're learning yeah. um and developing that that self control with it now because, like you said, you yeah. have a tendency to overtrain, mm. and it's it's getting that sensible voice on your shoulder as well.
2: Yeah, and it just even that <laughs> remember back in January when I stuffed my ankle. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was that was silly because I think well. Yeah. You know I've got you know I've got this training plan to do I like yeah, I learned heaps by yeah, doing your coaching stuff because yeah, like I said, I just do dumb things like that time board, <laughs> um, yeah. running in sandals and yeah
1: <laughs> yes in the in the gorge <laughs>
2: <laughs> no i was I, was, I ran it I twisted it um down on the coastline on a rock oh and okay I thought and then what happened was the weekend after I was going into the gorge, and so me and I had like two quality sessions during that week, yeah. and I did. And I knew my ankle was just stuffed, and I thought, I don't know. I had this thing in my head. I thought, I know it's injured, but. I was like, I have to let this injury know. that we. <laughs> oh, that you're the boss? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, mentally, I'm like, going, you showed it. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you, ankle. We're going to, we're running anyway. Like, you know, and then, and then, because the, the next week I was going over to Victoria and I thought I've got to yes. go into the gorge. And I contacted, um, I contacted Dale and said, oh, where's a good spot? And he said, go to the East Walk section. But yeah, you know, I went, all right. I'll go there then. And I looked at it wasn't as hilly there, which was good. But it was like a 35 degree day and it was like snake infested. Oh. <laughs> I was like running, it was like bloody Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> there were snakes everywhere. And I'm like, ah, like, yeah, just but so it was actually ended up good that run because my um because my ankle was stuffed. Um I ended up just hiking. Yeah. Mm. And I only got 24Ks done and then the, the plan said 34. So when I got home, I
1: no. went, to oval,
2: went to an oval and did the rest and then my oh. uncle was really, really stuffed.
1: <laughs> yeah, so. oh, well, we got through it. We got through it.
2: Yeah, so, but, yeah, yeah, yeah I got to the end. So I, I was happy with getting to the um, halfway point.
1: Yeah. So, so to, do you think you'll do it again next year?
2: Well, now I've just got this bit of a battle going on. Thinking about it, yeah. Um, part part of me, like, I know I know what's going to happen. That when they they'll put it out there to enter, and I'll straight away I'll enter. But but um, I'm just sort of thinking about all the what I was thinking about when I was, you know, having those sort of down moments during the event. Yeah. Like I'm sort of just processing those and thinking. Like, are they going to come back to haunt me? Do I, you know, how do I got to get rid of them? Like, well, of
1: I mean, I don't think you can ever get rid of those dying moments. You're going to have them. What you have to do yeah. is learn to ride the wave, so to speak.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, I knew that that would be, like, what was going on. It wasn't, half of it wasn't real. You just imagine things, yeah. you know, you're just imagining all these things and they're not even real. Like, yeah you know, and you sort of, and you're like, you're just in a shitty mood. Like, you're like that negativity comes in your head and you yeah. just, and that's, yeah, it just, I guess it's all part of it, isn't it?
1: It is. It is part of it. And that's, that's to me, almost the biggest battle rather than the physical battle.
2: Yeah. hundred percent. That's what I mean. My body was fine. I've just got yeah. to go through all the sort of little mental things like that were, and then that, and like when we did that, um, little webinar thing with yeah. you on goal setting a while ago. And um I never did it. I actually never did it. You know, oh. in, uh, no, there was a reason because I didn't want to plant seeds in my own head. Like I'd say, you know, like a reasons why I maybe shouldn't do the oh, okay. under. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, like your A races, B like what what like training, how much commitment you can do, yeah. where you live. Like a couple of little things like that came, because I have no hills here. I have no, so I have to just do like strength work on legs and find a hill sort of in the pine forest and just run up and down that for six hours.
1: But but once again, I mean, that's what works. And we just spoke to Tom and he's only got a short hill. That's all he's got to train on as well. And I mean, you've got to work with what you've got and make it work.
2: Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I know that. It's just, um, yeah. So, all these like, little things, but yeah, I know what's going to happen. I shouldn't be, <laughs> be saying this on a podcast because my partner's going to watch it and go, <laughs> <laughs> <"Hey.">
1: <laughs> Oh, no.
2: <laughs> well, I'm not, yeah, I'm not 100%, but I just, I'll, I'll, yeah, I I'll I'll know be. the
1: feeling. I understand it. At the time, I was like, No freaking way am I like, ever doing this again. But I'm like, Oh, I could do this better, you know.
2: I learned. I learned so much yes. doing it. Then, like, and my my goal would just be to get further. Yes. Um, and before. You know what I mean? If and then just, you know, just get further than you did last time. And that's. I met heaps of people who I was running. Um, that had, um, that had been in it sort of the year before, or they'd been in it before. And that's that's what they, saying. they were saying. Oh, like yeah. oh, I got the seventy this year. Last year, I just want to get further. Yeah. Like, no one was. No one was really saying. I'm going to finish. Yeah. Everyone was just like, I just want to get further than they did yeah. last time. Yeah. And,
4: like that, and that happened even for Tom. That happened. Uh, he got a lot further as well than last year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's he was the only finisher. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But it was um nine Ks longer than last year.
2: Yeah. Right. I know. It makes a difference. No, it was really good what he did. I was yeah. Oh, like, yeah.
1: No, oh, amazing, amazing athlete. Yeah. And um so next for you is G
2: S E R. Yeah, yeah. So I'd entered that last year. Um mm. and I i sort of thought, oh, this will be a good training training run yeah. for um for down under. Um and I would have gone into back then, I just would have i had to change my attitude towards it a little bit. Because yeah. I yeah, so this it's good now. Like I that's what I'll yeah Um, that'll be your next sort of
1: a race i'm presuming your big race
2: yeah yeah i'm looking forward to that again you just get to go to these like i haven't been i've been to the snow up there like yeah 13 years ago but um i just want to get out there and see these places and you
1: know Yeah. yeah that's what i love about running too is um where it gets you to go some different places than you normally would
2: yeah. So are you going to New Zealand?
1: Yes. <laughs> I mean, I've been to New Zealand before a few no. times, but but not there. So
2: I think a friend of mine's still in that. Or that yeah. he's pulled, I'm pretty sure he's entered it, but yeah. No, I'm it's,
1: surprised it's, um, because I posted about it on Facebook and so many people are saying that they're going from Australia. It's like, wow, yeah. it's awesome.
2: Uh, yeah, it's good. I suppose too, because with the COVID and all the borders and Yes, shut down. like everyone just was like missing
1: it, you know.
2: Yeah, and they yep. probably saved. They probably saved yeah. a bit of money. <laughs>
1: that's
2: right. We can all <laughs> afford it, Enter yep. all these races, like yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I just I've only got yeah the JCR, and if I you know do down under, I sort of yeah if then yep. again I. That's all I would sort of focus on now. I don't know. Just want to get further. Yeah.
1: yeah, no, well, that's a great goal. It is. So, on that note, thank you so yeah. much for joining us today and sharing your um, Down Under race with us. We really appreciate it.
2: No worries. Thank you. Well, thanks, Adrian. Thanks. Bye.
5: My name is Linda. I enlisted the help of Isabel Ross from peak endurance coaching after I crazily signed up for a hundred mile race in New Zealand back in 2020, which was supposed to go ahead in 2021 and got cancelled due to COVID. I have still been working with Isabel as I'm going to Tarawera next year in 2023, hoping to cross that finish line. And I know that I need help and support and expertise of somebody to help get me over that line. And I've already seen huge increases um, in my running in my P I've been having uh, amazing PVs at races that I've been doing. I'm a busy mum with three small active boys. And Izzy's plans are so detailed that I don't need to think about what I need to do. They come up on my watch. I go out there, press start and off I go. I don't need to think. Um, And as a mum, that is heaven to not have to think about something else that I need to do. Um, I love working with Is. She's so um, personable, understands that life happens, is a mum herself and is also an Australian champion um, in the trail world. So if you have, any doubts in yourself, if you want to change up your routine a little bit, or just need a bit of a push, or you have a massive goal, get in contact with Isabel from Peak Endurance Coaching, you will not be disappointed.
1: Hi, Tom, and welcome back to the Peak Endurance Podcast. Hey, Isabel, how are you going? Pretty good. And more to the point, how are you? I'm pretty good. Doing all right. (laughs) right You're so understated. (laughs) Now, um, for those who might have been, you know, I don't know, living under a rock for the last couple of weeks, um, DU was recently run and won by Tom himself here. Um, And we just thought we'd check in, see how... How the race went for you what you've been doing since because if if uh social media is to be trusted you've been doing more since then so i thought we could um have a bit of a chat and i've brought ron along um to help me out with some questions and different um viewpoint on everything so let's get started shall we
3: That sounds good
1: all righty <laughs> so well first up when i say how are you it's it's a legitimate question how has the recovery been after such a long, long race, not just kilometer wise, but time wise? Um,
3: physically, it's been pretty good. Like, I've come off pretty well. i back running and legs and everything are pretty okay and all that. I feel like we, it's unlike DU because it's such a use different muscles and it's different mm. running and hiking and climbing and whatever. It's all so. I, physically, I put up pretty well. Um, but the fatigue, I'm still feeling the fatigue. But I, part of it and that's just yeah. lack of sleep for the, the weekend and then doing the crewing for Nick um Bamford the weekend after at Westmax only sleep in two or three hours that weekend too didn't hasn't helped me so I'm pretty tired
1: how, how um, far did you crew him for
3: um so I crewed him the whole whole way so he started he started Friday morning and I crewed him till we finished Sunday morning I only paced him for the
4: last 25k Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was crying.
1: Wow. But... So you would have got no sleep. Yeah. Either like, wow. Did yeah.
4: you drive over there or how, how did you get yourself there?
3: Yeah. It took the plane. So I, I, and Nick, this is Nick's such an amazing guy. I could, I can't actually, between, I couldn't actually afford to fly over there. So he actually flew me over. Oh, um,
0: awesome.
3: Yeah. So he's a really good friend. He pays me at Alpine Challenge twice now. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we got over?
1: that's fantastic oh and and that's um you know kind of why we love ultra running it's such a great community isn't it and we yeah. all like to help each other out right?
3: yeah yeah it's probably one of my favorite parts of it the people you meet and the stories you make together are pretty amazing yeah.
1: now you said your physical recovery has come along well what about you know say your mental recovery because um there's often such a thing as the post-race blues and and all that sort of stuff and i, I do think that hard effort affects you mentally how are you coming along with that
3: yeah it's um i wouldn't say I, I, I don't really get the blues anymore um i'm pretty like self-aware yeah that makes mm-hmm. sense um but you you definitely everything's just harder i mean it feels like i like to think of like your willpower or your your mental strength or whatever you want to call that as kind of the same as like muscle fatigue like you something like d you completely drain it so it's just things like doing like brushing your teeth it's like you need this is what to brush your teeth or to eat right or whatever those things start to become harder yeah. um that's that's what i noticed notice the most it's just the idea of sometimes of just doing a 10k run seems impossible just things like that mm. um and yeah then just yeah just fatigue like you wake up and you still don't feel refreshed
4: yeah yeah so, what does getting back into training look like for you after such, you know, big weekend? Not, not both, not just in, um, you know, how far you went, but the sleep deprivation and that sort of thing.
3: I, I try and get things back to normal as quick as possible. So, in terms of actual training, I'll keep. I would say it also depletes a lot of, you know, you lose a lot of muscle and weight, you know, this, things like this. So, for me, it's I do, I keep everything really just low intensity but keep everything moving. So with swimming, um, usually the first week is more swimming than running because it's wow. just legs are left, but for me swimming, um, although this time it's been a bit more running. And then, so, but all like heart rate, 130s, 140s max. But then also I'll go to the only high, only high intensity things I do is in the weight room, to try and just rebuild, rebuild and put back a bit more weight on. That's kind of what, and that's now, pretty so much- How much
1: weight it. you lost?
3: So, the, these two weeks I lost, I ended up losing about four kilos, which for me is someone who's already doesn't have a lot on me, mm. quite a lot. So, yeah. You know,
1: so, now when you um, went into the race, was the plan to win or were you just focusing on finishing?
3: Yeah, just finishing. Uh, yeah, you especially is one of those races where it's just, just about getting that finish. So, mm. yeah. and it, it was, you know, it is what it is if it's a win or. You know, I won, but I also came last this year. So that's- <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Nick was reminding me last weekend quite a bit. Um, <laughs>
4: uh,
3: it's, yeah, no, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I my, a lot of the races, I don't really go in trying to win anyway. I kind of just go how I feel. And then yeah. if that puts me near the front, then I might try push towards the end um, or whatever that looks like. So but yeah. to start off with, I'm not, um, yeah, not really trying to race or anything. I know this year though, with towards the back end when um it looks like David was still probably gonna have a good chance of actually finishing within the time for a while. Mm-hmm. Um I just go off. I'm waiting on trying to push this a bit harder, see if I can Sorry,
1: your volume's just suddenly dropped. Is, have you covered the speaker or something accidentally?
3: Maybe. Yeah, Sorry. there we go. That's better.
1: Sorry, say that again. D- David looked like he was um.
3: Yeah, so David looked like he was catching towards the end. There looked yeah. like he was going to make it in time. So then I was like, oh, I'm pretty close now to finishing. Try, try and maintain the lead. So towards the end there, yeah.
1: Did you get a little bit of that panic of oh my god after all this time if he catches me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you do. You're like, come on.
1: Yeah, like, like Siri. Can you imagine? It? Like
3: forty plus hours. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, at the same time, it's like I would really like David as a guy too. Yeah, like he's, yeah, of look course. Because he's, um, he's so experienced. Yeah. Um, he's actually the one that got me to try sleeping this time. Oh, um, okay. he's given me, which worked well. So, yeah. Oh, you didn't same.
1: sleep last time at all?
3: No, no, no. I didn't have any naps or anything last time. How,
1: how much did you nap this time?
3: This time I had, I had two 15 minutes and then one 20 minutes.
1: And <laughs> do you feel that your performance... Improved because of that.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm a huge. So I, the first one was the halfway market Blackwood, and that that I from there I was starting to feel pretty fatigued and not great, but okay. After that nap though, I felt like I was a new, new runner, awesome. and that that made a huge difference. The second one, which was at Lowe's, didn't make too much of a difference. Yeah. Um, but then I, I was hoping that would just get me through that second night, but it didn't. Yeah. When I got down to Hogan's, um, which I had my longest one, I was in a really bad way. I wouldn't even thought it would, really, would have been safe to go back out to Old River the way I was yeah. kind of yeah. But after the nap, I was like, okay, I'm tired, but I can keep going. So I feel like yeah. they definitely did help. So it probably saved in the long run.
4: Yeah, yeah, I, much, I would agree. How much attention were you putting towards... You know, the time, the cutoffs, what you needed to hit to actually make it, you know, was that a constant concern, or were you just like, I'm just gonna go for it and see what happens? Well
3: yeah. This 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 year I was pretty sure I was gonna sub like 48 hours this year. Um, and I was I was still kind of hoping that past the halfway mark. Mm-hmm.
4: Um,
3: and then it was kind of I think it was into Trout The something like, oh, maybe it might just be 50. And then even into Lowe's, like oh, well, maybe still might be fifty. And then when I had that, when things really went downhill, when I went into Hogan's, and then did Old River again, when I was going mean, did like two Ks in an hour, and that's why yeah. I a lot of time. That's when cutoffs, like oh shoot, yeah. I don't have time to cut offs. And then before I know it, I've only got twenty minutes getting to Bear's head. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And um, <clears throat> so like how? how do you just keep going when you're feeling that fatigue i mean i know you slept but you've got to be pretty tired and dead legs
3: yeah it's just in my head there's no in my head there's no other option it's like if i'm not if it's safe i'm like physically i can i'm not gonna need an ambulance or these arms just come save me then there's no reason in my head like not to yeah mm-hmm. um like, and I'm still pretty, I always just think too, like if I pull out or stopped, then I know afterwards I'm going to be pinching myself. And yeah. also, it's also what, it's what you to try and get to that stage. That's where you really find out you know, what you're made of and how much more you can push. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where like, it's really where the magic kind of happens. It's like, that's when you start to be like, ah, <laughs> I'm finally here. This is where you realize like how much you've been leaving on the table, how much more you can actually go. And it's mm-hmm. just finding that, and they, you surprise yourself every time. As soon as you think you've found it, you're like, "No, I'm not even close." So.
1: And um, I don't know, but you, well, you know, obviously that it was like well over the um distance, the prescribed distance. How did you feel <laughs> about that?
3: <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. I I the whole I was thinking yeah about 217, 218 k, and then yeah being two hundred and twenty six. <laughs> that's yeah. got to mess <laughs> with your head yeah it does and then even with the even for, I thought it was gonna be less elevation this year too and then I've been a thousand more vert than last oh, year as well. Wow. Like, oh. so I was like oh I, I just after last year I was like I'm oh, sure they've got to make it maybe slightly easier to you know, I fit.
1: thought that was the plan <laughs> I
3: think and I, I think it was because I added more road there's more yeah. I think that 8k a lot of that was because the road and I remember the first half I was thinking oh this actually will be faster because that road makes a difference but uh, i don't know what happened like guess that old river going through that again oh. and you think maybe the extrovert built up over time because i think that was their, the idea they were trying to yeah trying
4: to do. yeah but i think also they added in a few extra crossings of the gorge you know which yeah. obviously slows people down as well
3: yeah that it is that's very true yeah. yeah
1: and what sort of things did you eat
4: um
3: i ate everything um I- yeah. <laughs> yeah, i had I, donuts what else like sandwiches peanut butter sandwiches uh lollies the whole time i think i went through 50 plus little like mars bar like uh chocolate things i was having one of those <laughs> every an hour like every hour i don't i think i've said before i don't really do much gels the only gels that i really like are the um spring ones mm-hmm. uh, yeah. which nick, nick actually got me to try
2: yeah. um
1: and um, you don't get, you didn't get gastric distress at all?
3: Um, not really. Like, I, it's you're always kind of like the stomach doesn't feel great. Yeah. So I'm not throwing up or, you know, having stomach bad issues or anything or cramps. How, or... how
1: do you force yourself to eat?
3: Um, that's a good question. I, do, I know I have to. I, I know I'm going to feel better for it. And yeah. I find too with the longer stuff, when you get that far in, it's like instant. the Yeah. You feel it's like your body needed it in the end that much, it's like, Oh, but straight away, you feel good. So, kind of just knowing that.
4: And do you like to, you know, eat pasta or eat like a meal top or are you just happy to snack on, you know, the sandwiches and the chocolate bars and things?
3: I'm, I'm, i I'd, yeah, ideally, I mean, yeah, it would, I would, I do like like the pasta meals. Like, I think at, um, actually, I did have, I think at Hogan's, I had some of the pasta there. I think I had noodles at halfway point. So, I think I do have those a bit. Here and there but I'm pretty I just like the in my head when it comes to any of the races like if it whatever the food is like if it's calories to me it's calories and like it's only I mean I have my preferences but yeah like if the body's getting the calories and that's all you need is calories and water then just you can keep kind of going and, get
1: it. yeah and you know it's not forever so it's only for a short amount of time yeah. and you just mm. you just do it don't you
4: we're
3: comfortable anyway I mean, what's yeah. just
4: yeah. And what what do you do you have any particular diet when you're in training or are you just one of those people that eats whatever comes your way? Um, I used to be I used to be super, super
3: strict. because uh, I came from, I had like anorexia when I was 15, 16. So I used to have, you know, back then that was yeah. like unhealthy to the point. But mm-hmm. um, since then it's been it was like, I used to be pretty strict, um, would be like all all like whole foods. So I wouldn't do like chips or like processed. Mm-hmm. Anything like that, it'd just be like, like eggs, meat, nuts. Um, the carbohydrates I'd get would be like oats and rice and that type of thing. But they now are a bit more lenient. Like getting, um, being with Mel, my partner. It's once you have someone else, it's a yes, bit yes. hard to be yeah, strict.
4: Yeah, I've done it. I've done a-
1: I know. A lot well. Oh my god. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. terrible
1: i mean it's great she still
4: yeah. won't eat everything that i eat but she she's a little more relaxed a little yeah. oh.
3: it's a lot better yeah you, sometimes you pitch yourself for it but it's you're better for it and you i, I
4: guess
1: i mean yeah. i, I still find it mentally hard personally but
3: yeah. <laughs> well i still struggle right with it here and there but it's it's you know it's it's good for it i think yeah and the amount of um calories you're burning through training and stuff too mm-hmm. like why not enjoy some of those actually cars that you've been in? so yeah, yeah
4: i know i certainly do
3: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's good <laughs>
1: um and so um you're um so what else about the race how when you're doing because like when i was doing some of those really steep climbs some because i obviously didn't do as many as you I would find I was slipping back. How do you deal with that? Like, what, what do you, what, like, what shoes do you use? How do you get up those really steep, steep climbs that are so slippery? Um,
3: poles. I mean, for me, poles. Yeah. I
1: mean, I used poles, but I was still struggling. Poles.
3: Uh, I was into. The, I might be helped with me too, is I, I sort been mountaineering, and you use your crampons, and when you're know, with your crampons, you're digging your crampons into the yeah. ground. Uh-huh. So. I, I don't think about it consciously, but I might be digging my feet in.
1: Yeah, Maybe I'm guessing that would be. yeah.
3: Might help. But I don't. My, I use my two shoes. I use are Innovates and um, Last Batibas, and they're. I don't, I don't. They don't have. I mean, I know the Innovates are supposed to have some really good tread on them, but I don't think they're any more special than most trail mm-hmm. shoes. Mm-hmm. But I'm also grabbing on. I'm using my hands
4: yeah yeah yeah
3: reason i mean as you probably did as well for some of them
4: yeah yeah did you use a pacer this year uh no no, no. is that is that a reason or are you just happy to be out there uh, on your own or
3: yeah well for me i feel bad asking so i just don't <laughs> know that's the only the only reason why
1: why do you feel bad asking God, people it's a would love to help you
3: i don't know i just feel like i'll be using up people's time and i just feel like even with alpine challenge the only reason nick paced me is because he asked so like oh,
1: wow but, i thought you had a pacer no
3: nah, nah, no no i didn't i'd be yeah it'd be good to especially that second night having some company so, yeah
1: that's i was thinking that second night and through the the river again like just for safety yeah
3: yeah 100 um but I, think-
1: I wonder knowing that you don't use a pacer do you think it would Help or hinder you? Like I, I do wonder.
3: I think a pace would uh, would help heaps because also yeah. like mentally for me this having come, I like talking to people. I huh. So I like running with people as much as would I can. Would you
1: have the energy to be talking to people
3: on the second, on the second
4: night?
3: <laughs> Uh, you got a good point there i'd probably be I'd probably be silent. i've been thinking about back to alpine i was in a pretty dark place with nick towards the end and it was just he knew it was just like silence but it's still helpful to have someone still there. still
1: company yeah, yeah still
3: company so i think i think it would help if i think i reckon i could save a couple of hours maybe actually just thinking about well, it you know what if
1: if people like listening to this If you think that you would be happy to pace Tom at any point, just, you know, put it in the
2: comments.
1: (laughs) I reckon the only fear people would have is that they wouldn't be fast enough for you.
3: Mm, Yeah, people underestimate themselves, I reckon. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Segments, like it's not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not doing a super pace. I'm not super fast runner, just consistent.
4: So. Yes, Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, you are fast, but I get what you're not yeah. saying as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. By the I'm... second night, you're not exactly breaking land speed right. records. You're not it, a,
4: you're not always... a five minute case.
3: <laughs> I'm always comparing <laughs> myself to people that are better, like, fast, above me. So that's why I say that. Yeah. Yeah, be...
1: yeah. But yeah, well, there's not that many. <laughs> um, so um, what's next for you?
3: Um, I'm supposed to be doing uh, Unreasonable East.
1: Oh. When's that?
3: Yeah, it's about three weeks away. Oh, three My weeks. God, Tom! But after that, it's a bit, it's, it's it's. I don't actually have anything booked till GSER in November, which is like the first yeah. time since I started ultra sure. I have a thousand mm. things. Yeah. Um, but that was because I this year I was keen to do the the triple crown. That was going to be the main thing. That's oh. right,
1: you were, weren't you? But you couldn't get to the first one anyway, could you?
3: So I I delayed irrational. Uh, to next year and delirious the next year and i'll do that next year but i wanted to do like doing a 200 mile has been a gold mine now for a year so i wanted to crack one yeah. and being there inaugural I was like okay I'll just keep that one.
1: So you're going for the win?
3: Uh if it if it turns out to be yourself? that way halfway yeah. through and it looks like it might be that way then I'll I'll go for it. But if not, I mean I'm never on a 200 mile before so it's new territory. So I don't want to go and blow up I'm trying to yeah. trying to win it but i haven't even run it before so yeah.
1: do you ever do a b race
3: um see when it comes i, I don't really have an a a b or a c or a, it's all just and <laughs> you know i've never it's i've never peaked before either like I've, there's so many yeah um, it's
1: impossible to peak when you're running <laughs> racing that many
2: times
3: but, but uh i i do that's um i've actually I'm planning to change, GCR is going to be the first one I want to try and actually um, peak for and try and actually train properly and do it up. And
1: it would be an interesting experiment anyway to see yeah. what the difference will be like. Yeah. like I, yeah. I
4: think, yeah, I think for your, for yourself, I think, you know, going through a proper training process and building up to it, I think, you, you know, you might open your eyes, your own eyes up.
3: I, I agree, yeah, I, I'm with you because if, yeah, it's, I haven't actually had time to try and improve the actual yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just been so it'll be it'll be interesting, good experiment to see what happens.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it will be. Um what so you know, this is your second time doing doing du, obviously. What is it that you love about it so much that made you want to come back for more? Uh
3: it's there's a few things. I was always this thing uh like Tom and Dion and um uh Dale and Anthony, those, they're the four guys that put in this, the atmosphere they create. And then you get people like, you know, Melton Sydney runners and Warren come down and volley for it. It's just such an amazing, I don't know, like atmosphere they create that I really like about it. And then just how tough it is. Like that's the type of, I'm um, for me, ultra running, I go into ultra running to kind of like push the limits, figure out more about myself. And then, you know, whilst moving, because I like moving around, you know, exercising, and that's, it's like that embodies that for me nearly. Like it's running, oh, I love running and everything, but it's like um, just pushing myself is kind of, running allows me to push myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, and then the DU gives, you, you can't do anything but your best if you want to try and finish that race. So you've yeah. got to be yeah. out there.
1: Did you do heaps and heaps and heaps of hiking training for that? I actually I don't I didn't
3: um I, I I've got I my training is very like I, I kind of feel like it's it's I keep a good base of everything. Yeah. So I'm not great, I'm not amazing at everything, but I've like my base is got a pretty like that's a strong base. I like, can kind of
1: I think you've covered up the speaker again.
3: I, I like, my hand okay. okay, <laughs> the computer.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, so um yeah, so the yeah, my training i try and do is so i can do any event or any type of thing i want when i want without actually yeah. having to have a, a my, like a month build up or anything yeah, like that
2: yeah.
3: um, and,
1: and you're pretty um good though with doing heaps of strength work and and i would assume that really helped you on those steep climbs and descent. yeah
3: definitely yeah yeah so lots for the legs um that thing yeah. and i like i'd still like i did you know, doing Alpine Challenge three weeks before he had a lot of vert and
2: Jesus. other
3: races which have you know good amounts of vert to help with that that training. And I will still get in like you know two three like hill repeats a week and yeah you know all that type of thing. So and
1: so when you do those hill repeats, what sort of length are they?
3: It usually, it usually it's like would be like ten to twenty k's and it'll just be.
1: Repeat no, the hill itself that you do. Itself, on
3: probably like two to three hundred yeah it's only because where i live i prefer to be somewhere longer but you know, you've yeah you got what you've got so mm-hmm. yeah but, um, you could argue actually um that for du that could actually be better because it's not actually a super long time yes it's,
1: no yeah you know,
3: what breaks your legs down is the downs as well so you constant
1: constant yeah. huge yeah and and you know it's a case of you've got to work with what you've got and clearly it's worked for you anyway
3: yeah yeah i, I guess so yeah Hmm. Yeah, i I'm, I'm just especially with DU in particular, let like, alone any other ultra, is, is having a really strong base, all round base, like a balanced. Yeah. You know, muscle imbalances and you know and all that, I think makes a huge difference with a race like that.
1: You're gonna go back next year?
3: I, I want to. No one's finished it three times. So oh, like, okay, yeah,
1: I'm, yeah, that's
3: I, I, I that's fair. The, the only issue is like, if I want to do the Triple Crown and. Yeah. Um, other things like oh and i don't know mel mel's wanting to do it and if i want to pace mel it's so oh, i want gosh. to i'm definitely going to be here in some way
1: especially three years in a row like without that's a thing. break that's yeah. what
3: really it's really yeah kind of got me
1: yeah
4: I, yeah <laughs> i really want to so
1: yeah i get that
4: do yeah. you have a race you know i know you're you're looking at the triple crown in the next year or so do you have a race that's on your radar in the next two to three years, that's, like, your dream race?
3: Um, well, like, you, you, if it wasn't it, just within Australia, like, UTMB would be, oh, like, yeah. like, the dream race I'd want to do. But, like, wow. something that just seems so, like, far off in the distance. I mean, it just Why? I don't know. it just because that's just, I don't know, it's such a big race and I don't really, done, I don't feel like I'm, like, adequate. Oh
1: you have done more than enough you are more than ready for that
3: so but yeah that would be all right and then having a real good lead like do it up to that would be amazing yeah. see where you're at against internationally yeah. Yeah. Your own. Yeah.
1: yeah no that's that would be awesome yeah all righty well thank you so much for coming on the podcast again and and sharing with us your um DU Adventure, congratulations on a fantastic win of, 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 like you said, being the winner and the loser because you came (laughs) first and last. So (laughs) well done.
3: Both years. I've come off both years now. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's right. Yes, very good. All righty. Well, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. And
3: yeah, thank you. Thanks. Good speaking to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. See ya. See you later.